Luke, okay. Luke's just messaged me because he's very excited, I think. Yeah. He sounds very pumped. Yeah. Because we're going to the pub, yeah, which yeah. we've done for... We've only... We haven't been for two games. Mm-hmm. So we didn't go and... We didn't watch the quarterfinals. Yeah. Because he was somewhere else in the country. Um, and we didn't watch the Belgium game mm. when they lost. Yeah, I watched that. I watched so that. Um, Steve's. The other, all the others we've watched at the pub. Same pub, same table. So we're going to hit that tonight. Fair enough. Because we've got to get that lucky table in. Fair enough. I'm just going to breeze up when I'm going to breeze up. You're going to some friends, aren't you? Yeah, and then just watch the game. Yeah. Whatever happens, I've got a dust early start <laughs> in the morning, so I'm not I'm not playing games. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we won't talk about football too much because um, we don't want to nah, we, we don't want to preempt anything. Nah, let's keep it moving. No, because because essentially, if but you can now continue the conversation. No, no, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking out loud now. Because whatever happens, we're gonna know by the time we record next week. Yeah. Whether we're world champions or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best That's team mad. in the land. It's mad, isn't it? Can't believe we've made so, it this far. This could make or break whether this, Matt's really happy. Or is this salty. a once in a lifetime thing for us? You want to know? That. No, it's not. Have we ever got this far? Yeah, sixty-six. No. In our lifetime. In our lifetime. In our lifetime. No. Well, Euro 96. No. Got to the no, semis no, of the World Euro. Cup. Oh, the World Cup, no. Exactly. The, who cares about it's Euros? A, it's this, is the, this is the World Cup. All right, calm down. <laughs> Trophy's a trophy, isn't it? Yeah, but this is the World true, Cup. True, true, true. Not being able to out. So, fun story. We're talking about dreams this week. Are we? Yeah, we are. Cool. I know we haven't planned anything. And my mum texts me. What's um, up, Mrs. P? You good? <laughs> so, so she, I told her we were talking about dreams. Hmm. And so she wanted to share. She asked me if I, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this. Um, Come she, on, rule 101. <laughs> check with the people mind. then before nah. next minute. No, it's like, easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Okay. Um, that's a biblical thing, I'm sure. <laughs> I want to see the Bible verse for that one. Mm. Um, so she messaged me just basically saying, do you remember when uh, when I was probably 12 or 13, something like that, and she used to have she used to have these really bad night terrors. Really? Like with like ghosts. There were ghosts in her dreams. Mm. And they were like haunting her and she used to be screaming. And apparently I used to go in and be like, mommy, you're scaring me. <laughs> but um, those are stopped in the last. Apparently she said, so this is what I found really interesting though. So she said that those dreams stopped once she quit her job and then started working for herself. Really? So she thinks it could be like stress related, which is fair enough. I probably agree in mm. some ways. I think there's also lots of things going on in her life at the time, mm. which I'm sure she'll share about when she's on on the episode. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a interesting interesting place to start because, as I say, we're talking about dreams. Yep. Um, dreams. Dreams. Totally free flow. What do we think though? Because dreams means sort of a couple of things to me. So there's dreams like literal dreams that you have when you sleep, yeah. and then there are dreams like aspirations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we kind of talked about that in our individual podcast about aspirational yeah. kind of dreams or some of them. But do you think aspirational? I very loosely. Do you think aspirational dreams mean things you think are unachievable? Because sometimes dreams are like. Maybe not unachievable, sorry. Because dreams are usually like fantasies, aren't they, in some way? Like there's something about dreams which is almost not real. So do you think when people talk about their dreams, like what they dream to do, it's because a part of them thinks it won't happen? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I heard the story how, I think I told you this before, a pastor, um, yeah, he encouraged himself to write a bucket list of things that are just crazy ridiculous, that are just in, totally impossible, that you would unlikely happen in a million years. But hey, just write it down just for the fact that it's okay to dream big and dream the ridiculous. And it was to fly in the F-18 jet. And so he was talking to his congregation that he'd love to fly in the F-18 jet. But to do that, you have to be a, a US Air Force pilot. You know what I mean? And... Uh, it happened that in his church congregation, two military de- generals overheard that conversation. Really? Long story short, he got to fly in the F-18 really? jet. Yeah, That's all awesome. legit and doing the training and doing that. And obviously really? he was a pastor. So from me wow. and certainly from a Christian perspective, it's okay to dream big. God talks about, you know, writing visions and dreams. I'm now I'm jumping the gun and uh, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. 
and and gives aspirational statements as such as you know is it Ephesians or Matthew I keep forgetting or is both but similar um, wording's a bit different but about with God all things are possible mm. I, you know and that example just reminds me of just a crazy ridiculous aspirational desire dream whatever word you want to God met him in the in the strangest of way yeah in seeing that dream realized but you know, he was crazy enough to dream it and not only dream it, write it down, see what happens. Yeah. So I think sometimes, I think, yeah, I think we do let our dreams, because it's so crazy, like, oh, that's so stupid, I'm never going to do that. And actually, you know what, just dream it. People might tell you, no, that just comes with the territory of the dream. You know, just deal with it. Um, But it doesn't mean you can't not, or you shouldn't dream big yeah. and see what yeah. happens. You may need to figure out steps to that, help realise that dream, which I think is always or well, for me, is the bigger debate. But who am I to say a dream's not possible? And I'll tell you this story before I forget, real quick, another one. I'm liking my stories already as we're freestyling. <laughs> um, so most people don't know, or some of the kids and, the, and young people know that I went to school with um, Dan TDM, um, which is Dan the Diamond Minecart. Um, no um, idea what you're about. YouTube vlogger okay. of Minecraft. Oh, like, okay billion views yeah yeah so went to school with him like and played for the same football team like both in school and club briefly yeah so it, it's mad and I remember when he was starting out doing that project I think around sixth form year 11 time or whatever um uh, yeah make sure I'm not too personal with this um because I haven't asked for permission or anything like that so Dan TDM this is just about love really this isn't about um, no disrespect cause anyway so when he was doing <laughs> just put a little disclaimer in there you know what i mean next minute utpo blows up and we getting sued on the regular you know what i mean anyway i digress i don't think you'd be sued for free speech so well okay well just covering the back because laws are changing more often than i got clothes because you give away his phone number or something we might get in trouble but. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i don't have it so and if it has it's probably old and changed anyway so he I remember when he started that project and when we heard about it, I remember just thinking, we were thinking like, this dude's crazy. Why are you spending so much time to do that? Worry on your books, you know? <laughs> Study to get your grades, go uni, blah, 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 and all the rest of it. Yeah. Now, if he, I don't know if, you know, our murmurings got back to him or not. Not out of disrespect. It doesn't mean I didn't respect the guy because we were cool, but it just seemed far-fetched, crazy that he was doing, yeah, to do these videos of playing the game on Minecraft. It was unheard of, really. And you look at him now, he's blowing up, you know, millions, probably billions of views on his channel, traveling all around the world on tour, meeting, you know, going to shows like the Nickelodeon Awards and all those just giving awards. Like, he's a big deal. And... Yeah, I look at that and think that comes from a dream and aspiration and having a crazy idea that, hey, I'm going to create videos of playing this game and show the people what you can do by creating games on Minecraft. And, you know, his idea has blown up um, so much so. And, like, he can go to the Incredibles 2 premiere, UK premiere, yeah. I believe, and meet Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, wow. And I've seen the photo and I was mad jealous. <laughs> Jesus, take the, we'll take the wheel. Take the wheel of my life and sort out my jealousy. <laughs> Amen. And let me meet Michael Jackson. Uh, and let me meet Samuel Jackson, Jackson yeah. as well. Amazing. And get, and get a signed Kangol hat from him. Amen. That's a ridiculous dream. So I'm not going to write because it's recorded. So boom, that is a dream to meet Samuel L. Jackson and get a signed Kangol hat and I'm balling. 100%. <laughs> so there's quite obviously there though, a point where a dream moves from just being a dream and becomes like a goal almost. Yeah. Or like... I don't know. It's gonna, and, uh, and, yeah, explain, explain you. Because well, I, I listen to it. So a lot of the podcasts I listen to talk about um, sort of actioning things yeah. in your life. So the fact that, so my whole approach to being intentional in things is actually because I want more of the things I, I more of my dreams to become realities. Reality. Yeah. And the problem is, is that sometimes if you just leave a dream, well, this is what I don't really know because 
like you say, there are probably like that, that pastor you talked about. Mm. There was no intentionality of him. He didn't know that. They, well, I, say, I presume he didn't know that those people were in this no. congregation. He wasn't telling the story for them to then be like. No, oh, we'll he, was just, he was just talking about a bucket list and dreaming big, generally as so a that's, concept. That's like one interesting area. But then I, I'm, I say, for me, there are there are things I'd like to. Yeah, I guess it's the dreams I have, whether that's you know, do like being self-employed or mm. you know. Do okay, so like going to America for like an extended period of time, like that was a dream at one point, yeah. But I then there were ways that I could, there were doors that seemed to open that allowed me to do it, but I still had to step into them, I still had to be intentional, yeah. And you had to bring, do some action to follow that, to yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when it sort of moves from being like that's no longer a dream for me anymore because it's, mm. it's going to happen, but it's the sort of mm. taking the steps and the preparation for yeah. it, yeah. Isn't there that quote of, that a dream? An unactioned dream is just like an unfulfilled wish or something like that. So I definitely yeah, can resonate with that, really. that you're just wishing that this would happen. There's nothing wrong with having wishes, but actually sometimes you've, where you can, and yeah. it's in your capability to do an action, to move forward towards it and see see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah that's on you. <laughs> yeah, it's quite interesting. So I'd agree with that. Because I also think that with things like dreams, that we're, like we're talking about, like things we want to do, and like goals we have or aspirations mm. we have it's um i don't know how 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 you feel about them but they're kind of what spurs me on a lot of the time to try and achieve more like i look around at some people and not some people that sounds really bad i look around and you often see that there are people who look who appear because you're looking at people no who appear to it's have it's okay to say it you know no, what I mean? there are people who There's appear, no shame brother no i just don't want it to be i don't want anybody who know because I know like people like uh, my friends listen to this. So I don't oh, okay. think that I mean them. Oh, okay. But when I look around at people okay. and just sort of think, you can see, I feel like I can see people who don't have dreams or aspirations mm. because to me, they there's like a way that they live. Mm. There's not like, I don't mean, I don't mean they live badly, but I mean, they live in. So, so okay. An interesting conversation I had with my mum recently was about this idea of being content and being, Ooh. Um, like happy where you are with the with the way things are mm. and the interesting conversation the reason that conversation was interesting is because we were talking about it because obviously there's a generation between me and my mum and there's a generation between my mum and my gran and we were talking about the three of us and about how our lives are set up in different ways because of our position in life and because of the things we've lived through mm. that kind of give us different perspectives so for example like I can't understand how you could be happy just doing the same thing every day, like with the same routine. Yeah. Like go to work, get in, have dinner, watch TV, go to bed. You Unless know, like, there's an intentional purpose. For no, no, no. I can't, I can't understand why, why anybody would be, would could say they were content living that life because I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. That but, isn't, there, but there might be certain routines that you do within that. So would you, no, like, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, but no, like if you were to come, give me if, the context. If you were to say to me, okay, Matt, the next sixty years of your life is going to be waking up, going to work, eating dinner, sure, watching TV, going sure. to bed, yeah, every yeah, day, yeah, 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 seven days a week yeah. or five That's days. Great. Like, if I were told that, I'd be like, kill me now. <laughs> like, there's no, I would not be content in that. Mm. But it's interesting to hear, like, so my mum's perspective was very much like, yeah, but I've done, I, I'm content where I am now because I've. Because like I don't know if it's because she's lived her life and she's she's worked for things she's got to places she's doing things she enjoys, mm. but she says that she's content like she's happy with the way things are, which I, which I'm I never have felt that way I've never felt content mm, I, I've always wanted more like mm. I've, and I and I think I always will I think mm. there always will be more things that will draw me yeah and then at the other end of that is like we talked about like my gran who probably isn't as content as she could be because at the moment she's got like mobility issues because she had a hip operation and she's got like back problems and mm. so so she's probably not content because she can't do all the things she wants to be doing but her again because of how much of life she's lived she probably has a better understanding of what gives what fulfills her and what gives her mm. like what she needs to then feel content so if she can identify that like these all these six things that I do each day make me really happy and therefore I'm going to do them every day yeah you see like so i think by having it's interesting how i think like progression through life picks that up but i can't ever understand why i can't <laughs> even knowing that what my mum said and what my gran might think i can never live that i don't feel like i could ever live that way 
that's cool we'll just see and what happens yeah that's what i mean that's that's yeah. kind of what because that's kind of the observation i've had about other people like i don't i feel like it it to me in my head it makes me ask the question like does this person therefore have like, do they have dreams like what, if they, they're content do they want to have yeah if they're content does that mean they don't have they don't have aspirations and dreams because if you're content then that implies you've got everything you want so therefore you surely you can't have so that's why i don't believe in people be, that people can be content because i just i i just think people yeah. must always want more yeah i i think i think there's i'm going to use my, my my phrase that i'm loving is parallel tracks that there's for me there's a i once heard a guy i think i said this in the leadership podcast um a pastor I heard say once, um, just about, I think his church, he'd hit a milestone, like it's birthday, five or 10 years or something. And they said, you know, pastor so-and-so, I think it was maybe in Christian. Anyway, he said, you know, how do you feel about your church in terms of reaching, reaching goals? And he said, on the one hand, I am really grateful and thankful um, and just really appreciative of the journey and who the person I've been and this amazing journey we've been in, in, in this community and our church community and it's grown to where it is. So I'm, 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 on one hand, I am content from the view of thankfulness and appreciation because on the other hand, I'm really frustrated and dreaming and believing for more. Like, I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. So on the one hand, while I'm grateful and think, man, this is amazing. And we've grown past wise expectation. Actually, I've still got a passion and desire to grow this further on. So I I don't think personal opinion that I think can be both. Um, and I, I think you need, I would go as far as saying you need contentment in you. I think, um, I, I don't think there's always wanting to be the best. Oh, my phone's just ran. sorry and uh, edit this part out and um wait to so start a bit again what's that start a bit again so where was i oh let me let me get my manners sort my let me block off my phone <laughs> i should remember this by now i presume that's what you did earlier no i was on the phone because i was researching something that had oh, come to okay. mind <laughs> that you had said that i was going to mention anyway backtrack backtrack Okay, so you were talking, oh yeah, parallel tracks, yeah. So I think on one hand, you can be content and have a sense of thankfulness that I'm really appreciative and grateful for where I am and this season of my life that I'm in, all the good things that are in my life. But at the same time, that doesn't have to prevent you from still desiring goals or dreaming about where I could be, want to be, want to see, even if it's not for me, could be, say you're talking to maybe people in senior years, but dreaming as for what I would love to see for my children Mm. or my grandchildren or my community, or there's nothing wrong with that um, in that sense. So I think, so if you may have achieved everything you want to from a career sense, maybe you're, yeah, you're talking from a different vantage point, your season's changed. But Mm. I, I think personally, it could be like I'd be interested to ask your mum like why do you still why do you listen to podcasts like you said it's snowballed and you've now listened to other podcasts my thing is is what's what's driving you to do that yeah what's driving you to listen to that and whether that's a dream or aspiration whether it's, I've just got a desire to learn more yeah you know I've which just got a desire to itself is a dream yeah it? I have an aspiration to hear different yeah. people's views from different generations of you know, maybe from around the world or walks of life that I would never have have been able to, but thankfully towards technology I have. So yeah. um, I, I think I think there's an element of both and parallel tracks. Mm. Interesting. I just, my, yeah. I but just, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like... I just don't think it's possible to be content because I think that if we're... Because I just don't believe that... I don't believe people when they tell me that there's nothing they want to do mm. or there's nothing more they want to achieve. Mm. So there's like, there are a couple of people that I was talking to about with my mum and I was saying like, I just can't understand how, you know, she seems to just be fine doing everything. But I, but if, if my, it's almost like if my head were in, in her body, then I would be thinking, oh, but I could be doing this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. But then that's because I'm applying my own perspective. But I also just do believe that we've, that, that people are, are just, we're just, we're, 
consumers of knowledge. We want to learn more. We want to know more. We want to see yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. understand there's like a generational yeah. aspect because and that's a really interesting point you saying about with things being more accessible to us, like mm. through technology. That's why I think sometimes it probably is easier for older people to be more content because they don't necessarily have the familiarity with access that we do. Mm. So like I look at my, my grand, like she can't, she, you know, she has a laptop and everything, but she can't really, she doesn't use it to its full potential. Mm. She wouldn't, she couldn't search something on Google. Mm. So she doesn't have the same. So her access, her knowledge is still limited and her access to knowledge is still limited by TV, newspapers, things like that, which obviously are still getting better and better, mm. but there's probably not as, whereas I could have a thought of like, I wonder how like, um, I don't know, butter's made. <laughs> that's probably quite an easy one yeah. I wonder how like SpaceX was founded yeah like, do you know what I mean like those I could find that out in two minutes yeah and so that kind of like you say if, you're, if your aspirations and dreams are like well how do I become a podcaster like yeah. oh well actually there's a five a five step guide on WikiHow or whatever mm. for you to go through and, do you know yeah. what I mean like so but I also like and that's really interesting that you say that but I also think that um yeah, I don't know. I think people's vantage points, and as you get older, I think yeah. the contextual environment changes. So we're in a technology, uh, knowledge-driven economy um, now, and everything is quite easily accessible. So that it does fulfill that, and it's like win now, know now, get now, consume now, um, or yesterday, <laughs> depending <laughs> on your vantage point um, and your viewpoint. But... I don't know. I just think that. Um, let me word this right. I just know. I think that you know it, the context might change, but I think. I think the matters of the heart and matters of life are still the same. And I feel that the essence of, you know, what's my purpose? What's my identity? You know, what happens life after death? I'm just throwing out big the big questions of life mm. I, I think I think they're still the same I just think they present itself differently um, in in different time frames so it would have presented itself differently in the industrial age it would have presented itself differently in wartime it would have presented itself dif- I just think it, it comes about differently so um, you know on the one hand I can really relate and resonate with your mum and your Grammy saying that actually I I'm content. I'm content in the sense of, you know, I've run my race in in, in career or what have you. I think they, they there's a there's an appreciation. There's some depth of an, an mm. emotional life experience that you run through, and you think, man, maybe the things that I was worrying about don't really matter to me in the same way that it might do for us, yeah. or vice versa. Um, and so my question would be in that, that if you don't, have, if you're content generally who, with what you are, like, what are you thinking about now? Yeah. I would really love to know that. So I'll just rephrase the question. What are you thinking about now? Yeah. What are, what have, what matter? what are the matters of your heart today? Yeah. Well, that, I think that the reason why, no, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And I, and I actually really, I like what you said about how you're, maybe it's the context of your dreams become different. So it's mm. like your dreams are maybe, maybe no longer for you, they're for someone yeah. else. Um, but I think that the reason I have an issue with people saying they don't, that they, they're content is because I feel like that's false. Like you're not really content. And if you're not telling me what your dreams are, how can I do mm. what happened for your, for that pastor and help facilitate your dreams? Yeah, like how yeah. can, if we don't share those things, then those dreams aren't going to become a reality. Because I really believe that if you have dreams, aspirations, then there are people and things that can help you achieve those. I don't. That is th- true. I don't think anything's unachievable really anymore. Yeah. Um, that are your dreams. I mean, unless it's like you want to be the overlord of the of the earth, like, I probably wouldn't help with that. <laughs> or if it's like you'd like Lord to be- Matthew, or if it's like you want to become a dragon, like again, there's not a lot that I can do to help with that. Yeah. But, you know, you could live out the yeah. fantasy life of a dragon. Why not? Like, you can run around and pretend to breathe fire. Yeah. Um, but, you know what I mean? Like, Just live out I think sharing people. sharing those dreams is kind of, like, that's that's where my point gets up to with dreams. <laughs> with these kind of dreams, with, like, the aspirational dreams. Like, I want people to be able to achieve those things because I want to be able to achieve those mm. things. And I think that that saying that you are content and that you have, and essentially that implies you have nothing you want to do. 
Yeah. To me, it does anyway. If you said someone said, yeah. and that's why I don't believe it. Because yeah, everybody... and that's true. And I think as well, just to add to that, because you made me think and about people that I've spoken to that I've had no dreams. Actually, you do. So, for instance, do you want to go on holiday this year? Yeah, that's an aspiration yeah. and a desire. Yeah. So actually, especially when, especially when it's not in your financial lane. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So actually, that is that is a dream. So I think sometimes we dismiss our dreams because it seems small to us. Yeah. But like yeah. you said, actually, that's still a dream if you yeah. if you zero in, and I think that's a really good. Um, yeah, I like your train of thought. Yeah, because mm. it's the little things that are really important. They build up and they they make us something good. big. Yeah. yeah. How did a snowball start and come into an avalanche? Exactly. Yeah. So then the other part of dreams is obviously mm. literal dreams. Yeah. Because I think this is where literal things get... Dreams. This is where things are quite interesting for us because we've... I think we've touched on dreams before in the podcast. Like, I think we've mentioned dreams. Yeah. Because I've talked about how I'd started writing down some dreams well, how I'd ha- and how I'd had some weird dreams. Yeah. Because um, did I share the one about the baby? I think I did. Yeah, I? you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you haven't... If, you, if that means means nothing, then listen back to... Did you say that on I the podcast? I think it was the leadership one. Or it might have been the week after that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've had the full, full version. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, No, yeah, no, yeah. I think I did. I did. I mentioned it. I, I, you mentioned I, a snippet of it. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to give the whole context. No, no, no. If I gave the whole context. Yeah. Um, yeah, that other side is actual, literal yeah. dreams. And it started because I feel like I haven't really been having dreams for the last three or four years. Like actual sleeping dreams. Mm. But I remember as a kid having quite vivid and frequent dreams. Mm. Um, and it got us talking because we've been talking about how, like the importance of dreams yeah, and like what dreams are saying to you and what this, because I, I grew up, you know, my mum is very, is very much a fan of, of like, um, I don't know how to, what's the word? I wanted, I was going to say humanistic, but I don't mean that. Um, like worldly interpretation of dreams. So, as in, not like a Christian interpretation, of dreams, okay. but like as in what what dreams mean yeah. by you know people like Mystic Meg in papers. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah. that sort of that sort of. Like she she'd always been very open to hearing about stuff like that. Mm. Um, and so I grew up with an idea that dreams were important in understanding yeah. myself. But also, I loved dreams because they were just this. I, I just remember I always used to have really kind of crazy, fun dreams, like actiony dreams, like where. I was either like fighting some evil person or yeah. I was like on some adventure. It wasn't very often like a like dreams weren't often dull or yeah. they were usually like the ones I remember anyway were very much like good times. But I also remember having like terrible night terrors mm. and nightmares um, and really bad dreams and usually influenced by the films I watched. Yeah. So that's interesting <laughs> considering last week when we talked about films. Yeah. Um, what's your kind of experienced dreams growing up yeah it's interesting yeah i've used to have nightmares i got a nightmare from a game once so much so so i got given the n64 for my birthday i think it was by my dad when it first come out i had no idea what it was like i didn't even know what there was nintendo outside the game boy really yes i didn't even when the n64 come out it was just like alien to me outside of the snow sorry let me let me backtrack the super nintendo and i think the original nintendo so the n61 or something or going back well anyway yeah. something like that and um so in the n64 it threw me a little bit and i didn't want to know what to do and i was hoping that i would have got mario kart um and we didn't i got a game called lilac War- lilac wars which is a space alien game lilac wars no yeah i'm sure neil has yeah yeah it's a mad game i would watch people wanting to watch it, but i didn't want to play it because it gave me nightmares Really? Yeah. yeah. What kind of, so was, what was it? What kind of game was it then? It was just being in space, shooting up other spaceships, aliens. It wasn't anything. Was it like graphic though? Like no, nah, it wasn't graphic. So it was just was it just the the context of the game? Then yeah, I think I think I dreamt I would have night you know nightmares that I was the spaceman. Yeah, I was a pilot within the ship. I would get to the oh. boss and I would lose and I'd die. Oh right. And that yeah freaked me out. Yeah. So I couldn't sleep. And, um, you know, sometimes mum would have to sit with me for like hours or I'll just come back downstairs after 10 minutes, go to bed, come back downstairs, yeah. go to bed. Mum, I heard that noise. What's that? No. Or I wake up in the middle of a dream, scared or what have you. One time she had to just put the radio on really? just to have talking in the background. Yeah. And just help me fall asleep. So long story short, this is crazy. 
and I look at myself and think, "Sorry, you idiot. Um, not that I'm declaring I'm an idiot over my life because the power of my words are important and I'm not an idiot. I'm blessed and highly favoured. No, no, I am blessed. So uh, I... We sold it. Sold it to my cousin. Well, the, got, the whole the whole console. The whole the console. <laughs> sold it. No, Mister. I'm all in or nothing. Oh, well, yeah. Sold it, good, and good, I got uh, I got a bike instead. Nice. Yeah. Then you dreamt about cycling through the fields of wheat. Well, I had to learn how to ride a bike, <laughs> so it wasn't as easy as I thought. And I thought oh, it's going to be a piece of cake, and yeah. obviously, eventually, I learned, but then I didn't. And then my bike got a puncher. Didn't know how to repair it. I think I repaired it later on, but I went a little while without riding it. So I just thought, I should have just kept the N64. But anyway. <laughs> you digress. Digress. It's, um, it's interesting because my my nightmares were, were as I say, usually because of films I'd seen or things I'd read about. Mm. Um, and this is all the way up. Like I still have, I do still have nightmares now. Mm. Um, not as frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain there are certain things. I'd say there's there's two things that really that really get me in nightmares. Um, one of them is is uh, like aliens, like extraterrestrials, mm. um, because I grew up watching a lot of. I was really fascinated by space and, and by aliens. Yeah, and aliens. I think that was on TV last night. What aliens? Mm. What was Interaction, it? I think. Okay, I watched a bit of it and I was like, Nah, I'm. Tired. I um, I yeah, was really interested. Was always. I, I don't know, like all the sort of conspiracy stuff about like Roswell and um, sort of all those kind of films. I really, I really enjoyed, and I do still, I still enjoy watching those kind of films now. Um, and I'm a massive X Files fan now, and, yeah. and watching X Files now, I, it used to terrify me. That's probably actually one of the first causes of my nightmares was mm. X Files, um, one of the later series where um, Mulder walks out and he's just surrounded by all the grey little grey aliens yeah and um, that just terrified me I don't, I don't know why because watching it back now I realise how funny X-Files is like, I love X-Files now like, it doesn't in any way give me any kind of nightmares and even even the grey aliens like they, even they're not they're not scary in it yeah. to me anymore but there's something about something about those the dreams I used to have were that <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds really weird to talk no, about in such a serious fun. way but the dreams I used to have and I still have now actually sometimes like even in the last few weeks I've had dreams like this where something is coming into my room to try and like take me or to you know hurt me in my sleep and I'm mm. like obviously I'm defenseless because I'm asleep mm. but in, in the dream I'm asleep you know what I mean but it's mm. in my room and then waking up with that dread of of being like is there something here mm. is there something in my room is like the terrifying do you bit. think there's a spiritual element to it I, that's what I wonder. That's what we'll get onto. Oh, have I jumped on. the gun? No, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, slightly, but no, that's, and that's what I wonder now because I've never, obviously before I was a Christian, that was mm. never a consideration. And even really for the first sort of five or six years of me being a Christian, that wasn't really a consideration for me because I wasn't exposed to mm. spiritual, spiritual, the spiritual side of my, mm. my faith. Um, so I'd never considered that as being a cause for these kind of dreams. Um but the other thing, so it's aliens is one and, and ghosts is the other, which again is like the idea of something being there in the room with you. Yeah. And that's because of growing up with things like um, Goosebumps. Yeah, oh man, I couldn't watch that show. Which I loved watching, but it did terrify. I, yeah. I have this thing about, I really enjoy being scared. Yeah. I get it a, does something for I you, get it gets a, a rush. Yeah, I get, yeah. yeah, I do. And and What about um, Demon Headmaster? Could you watch that? I feel like I remember watching that. Was was that the one? What? CBBC. Yeah, but I'm trying to think what actually what actually happened in each episode. He was like a demon. He had like these demonized, could hypnotize people. And then oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there I, were some yeah. episodes that were genuinely scary. Like that, I couldn't I watch that. Yeah, I think also because I had... It was great, but it did something for me as yeah. I got older. But younger, I could not watch that. Because I had older um, sisters, mm. there was lots of times when they, they would watch films and things that I would catch like bits of like even if my parents didn't want me to like, I would sneak in on something to watch yeah watch bits of films of that when my sister would visit and uh so I think things like that kind of exposed me to it at a lot of younger age and I just became very interested but the whole aliens thing like that that would like captured a lot of my imagination a lot of my friends imaginations at school mm. where we would we would look at like conspiracy theories and that 
at school like in our spare time like we would look into those things and and i think the more and more you dive into it a part of your brain is being like this is great like you know it's not real but like it's really interesting it's fascinating that people can create these stories to explain these different things and another part of your brain is like oh my gosh it's real like they're here they've come to take you <laughs> like, do you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's like the two sides of me are fighting for for this control over what's real or what yeah. i perceive as being real and that's and, and a big part of it for me is like this whole you know when i became a christian i was essentially saying that i believed in things which a lot of people say isn't real and fight with saying isn't real and i'm saying that this is real so for so for me coming from a point of view where before i believed in things that that i didn't part of me didn't believe in and part of me did believe in so like aliens and ghosts and things like that to go into something such as you know to to have the the encounters that I did and to become a Christian, kind of that side of me there were slowly that's that actually to be honest to, to be fair to start with there probably was a similar battle going on in my head that mm. even though I'd kind of had all these experiences and and had sort of the great encounters and you know stuff like that in my faith there was still a part of me which was fighting against it to be like is this is this really mm. uh, is this real um, and slowly over time that's sort of taken well now to a point where I'm 100% in like I'm fully sold on it um, so not sold on it that's a bad phrase but <laughs> you know what I mean hey, that's the one you've used uh, yeah. let's go with it. <laughs> um, and so for me there's also this question around these other things now about like well what part of them is real because as you say this spiritual element of our of our lives of the world of the universe mm. we live in does 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 pose those questions of okay well maybe it's not ghosts or aliens but w- what is this other thing this presence that's actually around you which i guess is what you were trying to yeah point towards. i believe you know i believe in good spirits bad spirits i believe the good spirit is the holy spirit god is spirit the bible says that plainly and clear i think there's bad spirits bad spirits outlined in the bible you know and and talking about you know the devil and even evil spirits in fact there's a really cool story one of my favorite stories in the bible which showed me like the amazingness of god and i'll get really really geeky is that there's also there's an evil king and i think it's in chronicles and it's yeah there's an evil king and yeah god's unpleased he hasn't been doing what god had instructed him to do and they were going into battle and i think they were stronger uh than the other the other side and so the the bible talks about details of conversation i think that was happening in heaven or anyway god talking and uh i think like i don't know if it was the the devil and some angels or just a demons will happen to walk on on this conversation and said you know who should i send to stop this king from winning this battle and the evil spirit said, you know, I will. And said, well, how will you do that? You know, I will, you know, confuse him with death and become mute. I know this is getting real deep, but hey, um, and confuse him. And that's what the evil, and God said, okay. So God commanded that mm. demon or that evil spirit, whichever word you want to put on it, um, to go to that king, confuse the king and, and confuse all his uh, horsemen. I'm not doing a full uh, story justice but you can find it in chronicles i'll find it and i'll get matt to put it in the bio um and i when i first heard that story i was in my teens i was like what this actually happened like amazing well i'm convinced it is but you know i know some people would debate otherwise but hey we can have a conversation um i thought it was an amazing story because i realized my my gosh the god of the universe is not limited like you know if god give you an instruction for the benefit of his community and people and you don't follow that yeah um then there are consequences not to say you know or at that time there was consequences in in that way you may not yeah, necessarily yeah. see that differently yeah and and god sent the uh, you know an evil spirit to go and <laughs> stop them from doing not yeah from to, as a result of the disobedience yeah. from instruction well, it's same with job isn't it yeah and like how god tests it is job isn't it well, it depends on what where you go. And God it. allows the devil to tempt, yeah, yeah, and yeah. to like basically, him, yeah. basically destroy everything around take him, everything take everything from him, kill all this, yeah, to so kill his family. 
No, 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 he didn't. No, family alive. Yeah, yeah it's all his animals, livestock, livestock like that, gone, everything gone. Friends leaving. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, bad mind, bad mouth. And like him. God using like the, essentially using evil for his own good. Well, to demonstrate that that his servant, you know, would yeah. still be steadfast. It's for, his, it's for God's benefit. Yeah, to see to yeah. show that actually, yeah, he will follow. Yeah, which is because. So, like you say, he's he's in charge, and also that that brings up. There's so many questions. I there are so many questions. I've just I opened a can of worms. Dreams, so like dreams. So, yeah. So yeah, I know why I can't write dreams. So but spiritual element, element just so, so. Bible says some really like crazy stuff. So do you, you know? think all dreams, like literal dreams, physical dreams that we mm. have when we sleep, are, are they all spiritual dreams? Not necessarily. So no. what? So what makes sometimes them, it could just be a dream. Or what? What make? Yeah. Why? Why is? Why are some dreams? Well, why do you think? Because I'm not necessarily asking you as a, for a definitive answer, but what, yeah. in your head, like in my how, head, how do yeah. you distinguish between? I don't know, like dreams. Just, just, just a, an sometimes in night terror, like I'm, I'm scared, or there was just an uncomfortable dream. Is a night terror a spiritual dream? I don't know if it all night terrors, terrors are spiritual dreams. If I'm honest, I have no idea. I don't, I don't have necessarily a, a definitive answer or an opinion either way. Um, for me and my my experiences, sometimes I've got, it's just me having a nightmare and just having a bad dream, yeah. like like a really weird and eerie dream. So, like I'll give an example. In my teens, I had um, a series of dreams that I was in the future, and like everyone had died in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> and like there was Morrison's and you know there's big shop windows in Morrison's and it was all like you know it feels like when you've got like frozen bodies like yeah yeah, yeah like through, but I couldn't see them it just saw ice and like the town's all eerie and dark and empty and I'm just walking around freaked me out no it wasn't a spiritual street that was just me having a nightmare like for me I don't I don't feel like there was a spiritual element but I genuinely know in my I don't know I, it's hard to explain but for me, in my spiritual equilibrium, where I think, hmm, I think there was more than that. So, like, for one time, like, I, what do they call that thing? Is it sleep paralysis? When you can't move. You can't move. I've had that maybe once or twice tops. Really? I've had, yeah, I've had that. Wait, um, so is that, but wait, is sleep paralysis but, where when you've woken up from a dream, you can't move? Or is it just you physically can't move? while you're asleep because how would you know you can't move while you're asleep oh i was dreaming but then i i, I woke up and i couldn't and move could, oh, okay yeah and i couldn't move for a wow. period of time and i felt that briefly twice and it it felt so weird and eerie that i just knew it was spiritual like i, I don't know i can't explain it but my like you know spider-man and spidey senses and you could say silas you're just weird and saying everything's spiritual and that's okay i respect that um, but I just knew that there was a spiritual, whether from a, you know, whether you agree with Christianity or not, I just knew there was something funky was going on yeah. that didn't smell right. Uh, not literally, <laughs> but figuratively. Um, yeah, because my bedroom is smells of roses, fam. No. <laughs> anyway, I digress. And I just knew, I just knew. And, and I was a Christian at the time. Well, on both occasions, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was a Christian as I was a Christian from very young. But um, I just had to pray. I pray and ask for, you know, Jesus help. I can't remember what I prayed. Jesus help, rebuke spirit, every evil thing. Just declare goodness of God, peace over my room, peace yeah. over my mind, peace in my body. Pe just declare it, like, because I just knew something felt off. Yeah. And I didn't know why. So I do believe in evil spirits. So the Bible talks about, you know, evil spirits roaming around seeking who to de devour. Like so you can, yeah, like, a, you know what I'm saying? And so um, I take that stuff seriously. And I believe in the power of prayer and communicating and praying against those things. And yeah. I believe there are people that believe on the flip side in spiritual forces and stuff that, that pray for, like, in the, spirit, in the spirit for evil and chaos to happen just around people just because and to promote their agenda there are people that actually do that um yeah. i i maybe i'm freaking people out i'm really sorry but it, it there there are deep forces going on there that are sometimes hidden in plain sight but it doesn't yeah. mean it's not happening yeah. um but yeah going back to the night terror thing i just knew because i couldn't move so it's happened to me on two occasions actually no tell a lie the second occasion i definitely knew was spiritual the first one i just think 
it was just a, more of a nightmare and I just couldn't move and like it's like my mouth I couldn't swallow I know that sound really weird really? but like and almost like I was hyperventilating it was really weird no, I so I think really it, right, I, yeah. but I think that was more of a nightmare than anything that's like um, your, your reaction my too. reaction to it but the second time I knew because it, it happened actually while I was in Winchester uh, okay um, wow yeah that one was definitely spiritual yeah wow I just knew so do you dream every night no some nights I'm just out like boom sleep boom wake up you know what I mean so you want hit the pillow and, and way with the ferries I have no idea you know like you I don't know you see like a motorbike or you're at a speedway and the car just go pew what was that sometimes that's me sleeping like the morning came around quick um <laughs> and do, so, do you find you have but sometimes I dream if you have dream if you have a dream mm. do you ever find like because for me when, when I I don't seem to be the sort of person that sleeps all the way through I, I wake up several times in the night so I find that I'm not not like as in I don't I don't know I'm I am but but I do know yeah. I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because because I have broken dreams, so I'll have yeah. like I I can remember having a dream about one thing, and then another dream about another thing, another <gasps> dream about a another dream thing. within a dream. Yeah, Inception. like dream, dreamception. Yeah. Sorry, I swear I said that too loud. I got excited because it's one of my favourite films of all time. Anyway, not getting past last week. <laughs> Check out last week's um, podcast. Do you ever find over. things like that? Like where do, do you find your dreams maybe rely around your sleep pattern? Because I'm not a very good sleeper, so I think that's why I don't dream very often. Mm. Or at least uh, the, the thing is, that's though, a great question. But from what I've heard, that we, is a really good question. From what I've heard, we you do. Should be a report. We do always dream. From what from what I know, we yeah. we do always dream. It's just that uh, we don't remember it. Necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe. Yeah. Okay. So if we take that logic, maybe we always dream, but I'm just not aware of it. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I find really but interesting. But there are certain times when they are vivid. But then another time, I think you should write your dreams down. But oh, I don't, definitely. And I'm lazy with that. Oh, I, I really be think you should. Because I love... I also, just because I think it's a really creative process. Yeah. So I, I shared with you the dream. Did I share with you the dream I had the other week? Oh, yeah, it came to, so, so last week I had a dream. Um, it was Friday night before we had worship breakfast. Mm. Uh, and it was really odd because I don't remember watching anything that would have influenced this dream um, or or talking about anything that would have influenced this dream. But I had this dream that it was it was Earth and it was me, my mum, my two cousins, Aidan and Kieran, and my auntie Karen. And we were like What's up guys. <laughs> Hope you're listening. We, we were you. um we were like in this weird dystopian sort of post apocalyptic world. Oh where like a- Hunger Games type sort like. of but where aliens had caused it. So they'd come and and they'd essentially like it was almost like, um, oh, what's the what's the film I was going about? The, the the one that's really good, the one that's all about silence, about how you can't make any noise. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's got silence. In that the title. recent one, yeah, with John oh, Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I don't know, but that film. Oh, Google it or IMDb. A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Um, like a Quiet Place, essentially. Did you watch that in the end? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you watch it a second time with? The no, guys I didn't from go a second time. Said, I just, no, oh, I just okay. went once. Um. So I, I, it could be because of that, but the context was very different because um, in it we were almost like on a like we were almost like soldiers, mm. but on a kind of like reconnaissance kind of thing that like we were trying. Like we, I was aware of this building which mm. had like supplies in. And I knew that if we got in and out in this like you know very quiet, dis, un, undisruptive way, then we wouldn't be sort of detected by these weird alien mm. things but I, even though i didn't see this is where i find dreams fascinating because even though in the dream i didn't see any of these aliens mm. i knew exactly what they looked like and it was just odd because the suspense that in my dream was based around knowing how weird and freaky these things were and how dangerous they were mm. but i'm not actually being there but also the emotion that came with it was terrifying really because there was a point toward the end of the dream when i was just before i woke up where we were trying to escape. We we're trying to leave because something had happened where we'd alerted uh. them that we were nearby. This is why I think it's really important to note dreams because this is quite an interesting one. And it kind of in my head was like, really, I'd love to watch this is what I was thinking. Like when I was, when I woke up, I'm going to um, sell this to Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Make um, me a quick buck. And we cause... were like, we were, we were trying to escape essentially. And, and we'd found a helicopter and mm. my mum was getting that ready. My auntie had gone missing. Like she was somewhere on the rooftop. Um, and so we were trying to find her, but just the kind of the actual sense I, I remember when I woke up, I remember feeling like worried about her. Do you know what I mean? Like just the ability of dreams to actually 
be real to us. It's yeah. Just, it just fascinates me. I guess it's just how incredibly... Oh, so go back to that dream. Did you get out? No, I woke up. Oh, okay. I woke up before, before, we, before we got away. But I didn't see any of these alien things. So okay. I, I presume we would have done. Obviously we would have done because it's a... Because yeah. in all good movies, I mean dreams, <laughs> uh, you know, the good guys win. Yeah. Except for Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Doesn't matter if one's seen it by now. Um, <laughs> better done. <laughs> sure, and lost if you haven't. Put it in the bio. Nah, I just put a disclaimer at the start. Um, <laughs> You're funny. But yeah, so, yeah, I, I do. That was That's the most recent vivid dream I've had. And was I, that a dream or a spiritual dream? Oh, I don't. I, I presume. Well, you're not a, sure. I just presume it's a dream. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I agree with you. I I do think there. I think the importance of understanding spiritual dreams is that the only way you can know if it's a spiritual dream is if you talk about it with people. Yeah. And if you ask people yeah. to help you discern what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. But this is but this is where I get specific because I. I don't agree with world worldly interpretation of dreams i only believe in christian interpretation of dreams okay yeah yeah and the in- really interesting thing for me is when you talk to non-christians about dream interpretation they kind of i feel like more people are aware of dream interpretation because yeah. because there is a worldly view and, and a lot yeah. of people will say i think a lot of people appreciate that your dreams can teach you a lot of psychology teaches us that mm. you can learn a lot about somebody from their dreams mm. but I'm fascinated by how many people don't realise that it's that dream interpretation is a biblical principle. That yeah. Like, like the entirety of Joe, like most Joseph, people know yeah. Joseph's story. Yeah. Because they've seen one of my favorite musical of all time. or something. Mm. But they seem to forget about the fact that there's this supernatural interpretation of dreams, a skill that he's given. Yeah. Which is which basically without it, he'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. So I just find it fascinating that actually dream dreams and dream interpretation. And Daniel and his dream yeah, interpretation he did get is dead. so <laughs> is so crucial to mm. their like their walk. Yeah. And yet people think it's an earthly thing, they think it's a worldly thing. No, no, you've got to. You've got to dream dreams, visions, you know. Bible talks about it quite a lot. Yeah. 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 But, but that's the thing, so for the so yeah. dreams have become quite important to me recently because I've started hearing more teaching about dreams and the mm. importance of dreams. And it's similar to love languages because even though, even though I wouldn't say so I wouldn't say love languages or dream interpretation are centrally important to my everyday life. They're not they are not the be all and end all of my everyday life. But they're just things I could continue to i continue to live my life and ignore those two things and still do them and still mm. have dreams still have love languages but just not understand how to how to use them to their full potential yeah whereas but just by thinking about them and being more aware of them i'm able to to do that more so um i think that's the kind of that's the interesting dynamic for me is that having those things in my life allows and recognizing them as important things allows me to work on them mm. and get the fullness from them yeah 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 absolutely absolutely and that is so true i remember not so i i had a dream i think one of the easiest god dream stories to share with the public yeah with the world which i'll share is i remember a year ago i had a dream and i was at a church conference week um yeah i was at the kingdom life school sorry this isn't in the dream this is no 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 i I was actually at a conference context yeah this is the context so it was real. Um, I was at a church for a week, uh, conference retreat week, and with Kingdom, no, with Lighthouse Family Church, uh, big up yourselves. And they said, let's pray that God will give us a dream. You know, it's in the Bible. You know, we, you know, why not? Let's ask for it. It says, you know, young men, uh, would, no, was it young men will dream dreams, old men have visions? Or maybe the other way around in Joel or, uh, yeah, I think it's Joel. Um, so yeah, so we prayed that, went home and, and, you know, slept, woke up and said, did did you get a dream? And some of us said no. And I said, well, I don't think I had a dream, but it was really weird. I woke up like, well, just before I woke up, it was like, because I didn't dream all night. I know I didn't. And I was really expectant to like, I don't know, even in my sleep, I had this sense of expectancy that oh god's gonna give me like god dream that like, i'm gonna dream the whole night yeah. anyway so i woke up and it was just like an image of a wall and some numbers flashing up just quickly and it went and 
I dismissed it. I said, I don't think that was a God dream. I thought that was just really, just a bizarre dream. Yeah. And so this confirms what you were saying about talking to people around you. And so, so in my context, like good, grounded, uh, wise Christians who can just help you figure that out. And um, so I was staying with uh, Mr. Gaudi, the legend. (laughs) The legend, the myth, the... Yeah. What's the last one? I don't know, the amazing man that he is. And he said, no, 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 you can't dismiss that. That's a Bible verse that's been saying, that's been timed, that's been said around, you know, churches. And, and then he gave me this scripture and it just impacted my life really? massively. Wow. And then I went to the church conference week and I was wrecked. Like in like God, I just <laughs> felt like I encountered God in a different way. I was that's just awesome. crying and blubbering and all. Yeah, man, I was, a, I was in a, I was just a mess. Yeah. Um, but it was great to just feel the love and the presence of God and actually just joining the dots together. But it started the night before. Well, actually, it started the whole week. But in the, in the context of dreams, yeah. it started then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, just to confirm what you were saying, that I, I too believe it's healthy to share your dreams yeah. with wise people um, who are there to build you up. Yeah. And if they're gonna if and who you know are safe to give you a dream and know that they care enough about your identity that they want to see you flourish and anything they say is not is yeah it's for your benefit and even if they say what they says hurts you it's not to harm you and cause damage to you so I know I'm getting deep but I think that's really important because whether it's an aspirational dream or a you know or a, I don't know a, a, what was the term you said just a real dream. Or an actual, yeah, yeah, like a physical, real, like a, a sleep, like a sleeping dream. A sleeping dream, yeah. Whether it's one of those two, um, doesn't really matter. But sharing it with the right, right people is an important constant because, like in Joseph's story in the Bible, Joseph shared his dreams with his brothers. Now, if you ask me, that wasn't the wisest thing to do. You should have kicked him out. Shut. Um, it was great that it was recorded because we've got a story to say and a learning point. But it tells me that you've got to be wise in who you're telling no, some but, of your dreams that, and aspirations to. Because I think there but, are people... But that got him to where he needed to be. True. So on the one hand, it got him to where he needed to be. But I also think there's a learning point in it from just my personal yeah, opinion yeah. that actually some people... And God, yeah. So that context of you saying that actually it got into where he needed to be is important yeah. and that God can use all things for our good, um, as it says in, in, in Romans. So I'm not dismissing Qualify that. Qualify it, love it. But, Qualify it. But to flip it around to the vantage point of saying, I think there's a great learning point in that. Just be wise about who you're sharing. It's not everybody and anybody you need to be sharing your innermost business of your heart. Um, particularly if you're still working through things and, yeah. and, and the dream or the idea is in its rawest early form you need to protect that yeah so as a protection doesn't mean you don't say it but you just choose the right people that are gonna help you figure this out grow it maybe provide some good parameters and protection around it so that this can move forward in a healthy way and help you move forward in a healthy way so i like the saying there are dream builders and dream killers you know what i mean uh you've you've got to you got to know who's who yeah. and uh, act accordingly <laughs> and find your lane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's interesting. I think my my summary point would be that the reason why I think dreams are important is because we need to share. We need to share more of yeah. who we are. So yeah. that whole thing of like love languages and dreams, like these things we need to talk about with one yeah. another to be able yeah. to let these things grow and to yeah. let them be refined and have an understanding and be interpreted and, you know, be discerned. Because if we don't share them, then they're just going to be things that are in our head and in our sleep. Absolutely. They're not going to be things that actually become real. Um, yeah. But yeah, but we have an England game to watch. Yeah. So. Come on, England. So, you know, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks this, for listening, This guys. is the last episode of our of, of Series 1. Wow. Because this is Episode 10, which is kind of mad. It's crazy. What a, what a journey and adventure that a crazy conversation on a Sunday <laughs> evening. Um, yeah which is going to remain between us. Yeah. But a crazy, yeah, how that just kind of blossomed, snowballed (laughs) (laughs) to the fact of, we've got a 
a podcast which has now just made it on Spotify. Yeah, I can't believe that. That's I know. Crazy. Yeah, so what well I make for uh, all your amazing work so, with so that. So the first ten episodes are up, which means that next week we're being joined yeah. by Neil and Haley, <gasps> and, and hopefully Biffy. We yeah. still haven't confirmed that part. Yeah. Um, and so that'll be the first of our second series where we're going to be looking more at um getting getting guests on and getting people involved so yeah. we'd love to have your questions like anything that's come up from the first 10 episodes or any feedback from the first 10 episodes so a few people have given me some feedback um in person which has been really great so a couple of people said about like how long the episodes are and about sort of things we talk about um so so you do send in that sort of information or speak to us in person but you can find us on uh twitter and instagram at etpofm uh, you can find Silas at bro underscore sci-fi. You can find yo. me at m underscore j underscore p underscore two underscore four. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go to our website, editispartout.com or .co.uk. Our war. And you can fill in our contact form and you can find all the episodes. You can leave comments on the episodes uh, and you can get in touch with us and just yes, let us sir. know your thoughts about the show so far. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so next we've got our first guest on and we'll be back for that. And hopefully we'll be, we'll be coming to you at the point at which the World Cup has returned home. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. So, be safe. Keep it real. Stay true to yourself. And as Matt said... <laughs> Dream big. <laughs> Amen. Bye. Laters. <laughs>